A little bit ago, the universe started whispering to me, Liz, slow down. And I didn't, I did not listen at first. So the universe started whispering a little louder, Liz, slow down. I listened and I did something that I had never done before. Stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast, Empowered by Design. I am your host, Dr. Liz, a hopeful romantic, mom of two beautiful souls, and partner to the love of my life. As a licensed psychologist, I love helping people heal, grow, and shine. I am a love and relationship specialist and owner of Visionistas by Design Wellness Boutique, where we lead with love and empower you to fly. This podcast delivers inspirational stories, conversations, and lessons on the power of tuning in body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit following your intuition, seeing the signs, and listening to the whispers from angels. To pursue your dreams in life, work, and love with intentional vision. Share the love, spread the power. Dream, design, deliver. Welcome to the Empowered by Design podcast. I am Dr. Liz. I am your host. This is episode 114-114. Ooh, I love saying that. Take time off. Take time off. <laughs> um, yeah, that is what we're talking about today. And this is a follow-up to last week's episode 113, which was don't burn out. So spoiler alert, don't burn out (laughs) by one, slowing down and two, taking time off. Taking time off from the things that are sucking your energy, whether that is work, whether that is a project, whether that is a volunteer project, whether that is some task-oriented things slash relationships sometimes. Today we're talking specifically about taking time off of work. Take a mental health day. I had not taken a mental health day since becoming a business owner in 2016. Seven years ago, This month, oh my gosh, May, I put in my one-month notice for where I was working. I was working in correctional psychology at the time, and I knew I had this dream of owning my own practice, owning my own business, and the next step was (laughs) doing it, right? Going out on my own and becoming a clinician, a psychologist in private practice, and It took some planning. It took months of planning, which if you listened to last episode 113, you know I don't love planning. And when I say that, I I, I have to say that I I do it though. (laughs) 
right? Like it has to be done. And so I do plan and sometimes I do love planning. There are tedious aspects of planning that I don't love. And I have come to a place in my life where I devote more time and energy to the aspects of my life, which includes life, work, love, relationships, family, all the things. And I try really hard to prioritize and give the energy to the things that I love, that bring me joy, and that bring energy back to me, that help to replenish my energy. So I, I'm a planner. I can say that I am a planner. I So I don't know. I'm When I say I don't love to plan, I'm, there are certain aspects of planning I don't love. I do love creating vision and then going for it. Um, so seven years ago, woo, today, or this month, <laughs> I gave my one month notice and then launched my practice. And so um, it's a really exciting to think back on that. And it does take time and energy to plan and to launch a business. If you are a business owner and entrepreneur, then you know what I mean when I say take a mental health day or take a day off. You really, really, you really just don't. It's not a, it's not a luxury that we have as business owners, especially if you love, love, love your business, which most business owners do. And most business owners, or many business owners, I'll say, do not become business owners because they want to become a business owner, per se. So this is true to me, and I know this from my many, many relationships with other entrepreneurs and from my own participation in getting coached as a business owner is you go into business because you have a passion, you have a mission, you have a dream, you have a product or a service that you love and want to share with the world. And if you do that in the way that you are entrepreneurial and create your business, there are certain things that you have to do. Um, as a business owner, then you have to run a business too. And I will say that in my grad program and undergrad, I did not take business classes. I was never into business, marketing, things like that at all through my schooling and in any stage. So I've been learning that along the way, which is a lot of learning. And so I love learning. And sometimes when I'm thinking, when am I going to stop learning? I never will. But the, the burden slash beauty and, and privilege, privilege of owning your own business really means you don't take time off. It's always there. It's always in your mind. It's it's a child. It is a child of yours. It is my third child. <laughs> it is my third child. And I love it. I love it, love it, love it. And I balance. I try really hard to balance. And I'm still learning on that. So a couple of weeks ago, I will say that the universe was saying, slow down. And how the universe does this for me and many others, as I'm going to share with you some stats later on, and, and I will link them 
uh, link the sources of all of those in the show notes for you. The universe speaks to me through physical pain, (laughs) physical discomfort, infection, injury. Um, the, The universe is like, we told you to slow down and you didn't listen. So here you go. Here's an infection. Here's a sty in your eye. Here's a, here's a just a fluke injury that, where did it come from? We don't know. Oh, you hurt your back. Oh, you stabbed your hand when you were opening a Christmas gift. Ha ha. Um, and I, I do take, a, you know, I'm being a little bit sarcastic in my jovial reaction to these because at the time I'm so angry. I'm like, are you kidding me? I have to go to the doctor. Are you kidding me? I have to take an hour out of my day to go get medication or or get (laughs) treatment or whatever it is. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. And, And stop right there, period, point. Um... And so that is how the universe delivers those messages to me. It tells me, okay, well, you're not listening to us when we say slow down and do it proactively. So we're just going to remind you gently at first, and then we might not be so gentle if you don't listen. So it was gentle this time because it didn't take too, too many whispers for the universe before I said, okay, okay, I hear you. All right, <laughs> I'll take a day off. I'll take a mental health day. And it was glorious. So if you listened to last episode, episode 113, I talked about the, a dream that I had months ago. So months ago, I had this dream that um, really was giving me a the message, slow down and take time off, right? That. So what I'm saying this time, this time that I had never done before was so, it was so different because I was not going anywhere. Okay. So I did not take time off to go on vacation. I did not take time off to take one of my kids to the doctor. I did not take time off to go to a funeral. I did not take time off to because it was my birthday, because I do love taking off my birthday. I took a random day off without a single plan, without a single appointment, without a single um, stitch of responsibility between the normal working hours of the day. (laughs) Months ago, I was having the conflict because I was scheduled to go on vacation and I was having conflict. So that's the dream from 113. And another message. So the universe will speak to me in my dreams. And that, that That's what I would say would be a, a medium whisper. Um, and in other ways, people telling me, Elizabeth, <laughs> you need to stop, right? I've had, ooh, as I just said that, um, I reminded myself of a a dream I had in the past. So the dreams are really one of the very frequent ways the universe tells me to slow down um, and take time off. And usually it's like go on vacation or just rest. This time I looked ahead in my schedule to the week ahead and I cleared it, moved things around, rescheduled clients which I, ugh, I hate to do. 
I hate it. Um, one of my values is showing up and being consistent and being trustworthy. And when I make a commitment or make an appointment, I keep it. Even if I could move it, even if I could call and say, hey, do you want to come in a little earlier? I, you know, I had a cancellation. Um, I don't typically do that. And, and one of the reasons, which we'll talk about in another episode, is that it's building trust and safety and a foundation of trust and safety in relationships is keeping your word. And that one of the ways I do that in my business um, and in my life is keeping appointments right where they are and not making people have to think harder about, oh, should I reschedule? No, no, we're scheduled. We're going to show up. I'm going to show up. I expect you to show up. Of course, things come up. Of course, um, you know, things come up. But I will say for me, I, I try very, very, very hard not to reschedule. Um, so this was huge. It was a huge step for me. It might not sound like a huge step for you, but <laughs> I believe that you're out there listening and somebody out there listening is knows what I am talking about. And I hope, 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 hope that this helps you to take the courage to take a day, take a mental health day, take time off, move some things around in your schedule. Because if you don't do it often, then when you do it, it's okay. You've already established the trust. You've already established the safety. People already count on you. People already know you're going to show up when you say you're going to show up. It's it's a value if it's yours and you've established that. Then when you have to change once in a while, it's okay. <laughs> Give yourself the permission. It's okay. You know every week you are getting a podcast on Thursday. Unless, like last year, I took a month off. I told you about it in advance, right? So again, it's a theme. When taking time off in a proactive manner helps to replenish your energy, to just that, yes, replenish your energy. And I have stats, I promise. (laughs) Here are some statistics. Burnout affects about 70% of employees. Millennials report feeling the most burned out generation with 59% of millennials experiencing some symptoms of burnout. Gen Zers burn out much faster than any other generation, going from 47% to 58% in the past year. I'm going to pause, let you just reflect on that. Tune in to the thoughts you have, maybe the judgments you might have of the different generations and how they show up. We can glean some positive aspects from each one, right? Hard work is important. And we also learn over time that taking time off is, yes, is important too, so that we don't push ourselves beyond the limits and injure and end up in the hospital. So whatever kind of work you do, 
whatever kind of work you do, it is valid, it is helpful, it is meaningful, it is important. All of them are. Every single job keeps this world moving forward. And I have the utmost appreciation and gratitude for for all different kinds of work. I come from a line of farmers and you know I could stomp grapes. <laughs> I'm getting off on a tangent. Okay, come back, Liz. Coming back. Um so check in with yourself on those on your evaluations, your thoughts, your sensations, your emotions about those statistics. Another study that I found while I was doing some research for this episode is that physicians, so there was a study done with physicians, um, physicians burnout satisfaction, and the findings were very interesting. Physicians who spent at least 20% of their time in the aspect of work that was most meaningful to them had a rate of burnout roughly half that of those who spent less than 20% of their effort energy in the activity that was most meaningful to them. So what it means is when you are in line, when your energy, your actions, your job, your tasks are in line with your values, your mission, your vision, things that are meaningful to you, there is less of a chance that you will burn out. It doesn't mean you won't because I'm raising my hand right here and saying, I am in line with my values, my mission, and my vision in my work. And right, we can still all succumb to the to burnout. But this is the implication is pause, reflect, check in with yourself and your life, work, love. Take that breath. I'm gonna sip my coffee. And line it up, line it up, align your energy, your actions with your values, with your vision and your mission so that it is meaningful. The third article slash stat piece I will share with you is the 42% rule. Okay. So the 42% rule tells us the percentage of time your body and brain need you to spend resting. (laughs) I'm pausing there. Did a little eyelash flutter. Resting is about 10 hours of every 24-hour day. It doesn't have to be every day, but it should be an average over about a month or so. 
An average of 42% of your time should be spent resting. Sleeping is included in there, okay? So sleeping is included. Again, there is a link to this article. It's a great article. There's even a an image, a pie chart that kind of breaks it down for you. But think about that. 10 hours, if you just go with 10 hours a day, resting, and this doesn't always have to include like laying down, resting, but engaging in activity that is not work. <laughs> that is not work. So I'm going to read a couple of quotes straight from this article. Again, I will uh, the, the reference is in the show notes. And it says, we're not saying that you should take 40% of your time to rest. We're saying if you don't take the 42%, the 42% will take you. It will grab you by the face, shove you to the ground, put its foot on your chest, and declare itself the victor. I love that. (laughs) I can relate. Have you ever come down with a terrible cold as soon as you finished a huge project? Have you found yourself sleeping 12 or 14 hours every day for the first three days of vacation? Have you, like the woman in the study, literally ended up in the hospital after a prolonged period of extreme stress? We've established by now that stress is a physiological phenomenon that impacts every system and function in our bodies, including immune functioning, digestive functioning, and hormones. To keep all of those systems in full working order, our biology requires that we spend 42% of our lives maintaining the organism of our physical existence. This article, so I found the article, and the article comes from the book by Emily Nagoski and Amelia Nagoski, who I love. I, I, I don't know them. <laughs> I love Emily Nagoski. Um, I love her book, Come As You Are, which again, that's another good, uh, I know I've referenced it here before in the podcast, but another good um, idea for a podcast episode. Um, they wrote a book together. They are sisters. They wrote a book together called Burnout, The Secret to Solving the Stress Cycle. So get that book. I haven't read it. Um, I'm going to put that one on my Audible list because I have some credits that have been piling up. <laughs> oh, that is a theme in my in my life, apparently. P- things that pile up when... Yes. Okay. So um, I'm raising my hand because I... Yes. This is what happens. We physically break down if we do not proactively proactively balance our lives in a way that includes resting. Now, these things can be things like spending time at the dinner table, right? That is a rest. You are eating, um, getting a massage. I was going to say taking a walk. That do, I don't think that's <laughs> included in rest, resting. Restorative yoga. I just did a beautiful practice this morning with my friend Katie Arnold. Find her on YouTube. If you just type in Katie Arnold yoga, you'll find her. She has beautiful a beautiful range of yoga practices from restorative all the way up to, you know, using weights <laughs> if you want. And everything in between. sit down, play with your kids, talk about your dreams, pause, slow down. Okay. Life-work balance, work-life balance, 
you've heard me talk about it before, mental health is not an not a negotiable. It is non-negotiable. Our mental health, whew, whew, there's emotion there. <laughs> Our mental health is non-negotiable. And if you're phys- our physical, you know this, you know this, body, mind, heart, soul, spirit, they're all connected. So if you don't hear the message from me <laughs> about your mental health, hear it about your physical health, hear it about your sp- spiritual health, your emotional health, your financial health, your relational health, your environmental health, wellness. All of these things, again, you've heard me talk about the dimensions of wellness and how important it is to balance them. Mental Health America is a nonprofit organization, and I'm going to give you some recommendations from, straight from them. The link, again, is in the show notes to help balance your life, work, love. Some things they recommend. Set manageable goals each day. Be realistic. (laughs) Realistic. Reasonable. Don't set goals that you can't achieve, right? If they're moderately challenging, they're most likely to be effective and bring you success. Take care of important tasks first and eliminate unessential ones, right? We talk about this. Decrease the blocks. Get rid of the stress that you can get rid of. Decrease wherever you can. Remove unnecessary things from your life so that you can achieve the success you are dreaming of, that you deserve, that you desire. Ask for help. Ask for help. Ask your partner. Ask your parents. Ask your kids. Ask your neighbors. Ask your friends. Ask your doctor. Go to therapy. Get a massage. Take time off. Take time off. I can sing it anyway. (laughs) Ask for help from your colleagues, from your team, from your supervisor, from your boss, from your the people you delegate to. Teamwork, collaborate. It's so much fun when we work together. Connection over competition and all that jazz. At home, you can unplug, find time to intentionally put those devices down, find a time of day, find an activity, set the rules, set the boundaries for everyone. No devices here. We're going to go play rummy. We're going to go play spades. We're going to go take a walk. We're going to go out on the deck. We're going to get some sunshine. Leave your device inside or under your bed, wherever. Don't overcommit, and don't be afraid to say no. Boundaries. Setting boundaries um, is something I talk about all the time (laughs) in in my work and in my life, Um, and it can be tough. Believe me, raising my hand again to tell you that setting boundaries is not easy. That's why we have to learn and teach each other and help each other to stay accountable to our boundaries, stay active. So rest, you hear me, the balance, right? Rest is absolutely important. 
So is physical activity. So is movement. Whatever you can do, whatever capability you have to move your body, find a way to do it. Swimming, snorkeling, yoga. I'm saying yoga again because it's amazing. And move your body. And here's another one, get help. So again, they tell us to get help. Chat with friends, chat with family, seek treatment, therapy, counseling from a licensed provider. Okay, back up to the follow-up from last episode on social media and on my email list if you are there and you get my weekly emails that just give you little glimpses of what's going on in my life. (laughs) And also to give you the links to these episodes, the podcast episodes and all the other fun things that we do here. We have so much going on. Uh, as I'm saying this, I, I have to say that one of the findings that came up, obviously, in burnout was that burnout is highly correlated with job dissatisfaction, right? So you heard the flip side of that where we talked about the study where physicians who were engaged in activity that's in line with their passion and their mission and feels meaningful. And it's not just physicians. It just so happened to be. Those were the people in the study. This goes for every job across the universe. If it is meaningful to you, then you are less likely to burn out from it. Still possible. Set those boundaries. Set those limits. But Find a way to do the things you love to do. And, that, and if you're in a job that, you, that, that doesn't happen, uh, find something outside of your work that does in a sim- similar way. So my dad, he worked in a power plant for over 35 years. And he was a welder and a, a mechanic, uh, fixed things. He's really, really good at it. And he does it at home and he's constantly doing manual labor, right? He grew up on a farm. He's a farmer at at soul level. And he's also very social. He loves people. And so he found outlet to work um, in, in a capacity of volunteer work and being active in his church and being able to be a leader and do things that brought him joy in that way. So if you cannot find it in your job, job, and there's no way to change your job, I get it, right? You That's may not be possible and may not be the, the way to go. Find where you can. Find an organization that needs volunteer or find a project where you can involve the energy that brings you back positive energy in a reciprocal way. Again, you have to know yourself in order to do that. So there's tons and tons of podcast episodes if you just go through the list of 114 of them to help you get to know yourself, to become knowledgeable of who you are, what are my what are my values? What is my vision? What is my mission? What brings me purpose and passion and joy? I get excited just saying that. So this this brings me purpose, passion, and joy. Satisfaction and satisfaction. When you are performing a job that you love or a task that you love and 
that is satisfying to you, you are less likely to burn out. You are more likely to perform well and to feel fulfilled by that. Bringing that up brings into mind a recent collaboration project I did with my friend Angie Meyer, where if you don't know yourself and you're not sure, this is a great resource for you. Check out the Empowered Biz page on my website, drliz.com, Empowered Biz. Make more money with the Enneagram and your energy flow. So Angie Meyer is an Enneagram coach. Angie and I created this amazing master course that you can do. It is self-directed and you learn about yourself, your personality type, and how to use that increased self-awareness of your, of your personality and how it shows up in job, career, business, Not only that, that is the main focus of the program, but so much more in there in relationships and work-life balance because there is research that shows knowing your personality type, knowing your Enneagram type, which is a personality typing system, helps to increase job satisfaction, helps to increase your confidence, helps to increase your performance level and helps increase success. Win, 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 win. Check that out. That is a resource that is so, so exciting for us. And we are already seeing, we launched it last month. No, this month, last month, we launched it in the past couple of weeks. And we have our first beta mastermind soul group going through the course and giving us feedback because it's our first time. So we are making improvements and adding fun things and adding resources to that. But you can check it out on on the on the on the website and it is self-directed. There also is opportunity to get on the wait list for the next time we do a soul group connection because you can do it by yourself. Absolutely, you can do this by yourself. And if you love the power of connection like we do, then we also have that option for you to connect with a group of people at the same time who are desiring to grow and to learn and to use these tools to do so. And then the energy and magic of the group is just transcendent. I love it. It's so much fun. This fits in very, very appropriately to what we are talking about. To avoid burnout, to prevent burnout, if you didn't prevent it because you didn't listen to the universe (laughs) quick enough like I've done sometimes, then in a reactive way, you can also start these Put, your, put these into action now to prevent the next cycle, right? Because we live in cycles and our energy goes up and our energy goes down. Money comes in and money goes out. Our breath comes in, our breath goes out. The seasons change, the sun rises and the sun sets, the waves come in, the waves go out, the tides, the moon, all of it, cycles, cycles. And so burnout is always, always something to be attending to, working to prevent. And we're preventing burnout by balancing, attending to our health and wellness, 
body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. Follow-up from last episode. So again, now I'm going back (laughs) to if you saw social media, if you're on my email list, then I asked you to ask me questions that were curious because I, as I was listening to the episode, episode 113 in my dream, I was like, hmm, there's some things here that I think people might be curious about. So I did get some curiosity questions. How was your vacation? Um, so I'll talk about that. What does the dream mean? Um, and how do we prevent burnout? So that question I answered already, the how to prevent burnout and the vacation. So again, go back and listen to 113. It's a short one. It's under 20 minutes for the first time ever. I believe that I was able to do that. And I told you a dream about um, the universe kind of telling me to slow down. And it was approaching a vacation that was coming up with my family. And I was having some conflict because I love, love, love vacation. And I also love, love, love my job. And so sometimes I just have that like kind of conflicted energy of, you listen to the episode, you'll hear. Vacation was Oh my gosh, amazing. We went to Hawaii. Yes, I know, I know. Bucket list vacation. Um, My husband and I had gone to Hawaii 15 years ago, I want to say. Right? The year after we were married. So, (laughs) Elizabeth, 16 years ago. So we're going to be married 17 years this year. Um. And we took a trip and it was amazing. He had been there previously and loves it. And we love travel. It's one of the shared values that we have. We travel differently. We plan differently. Again, tune into 113. You'll hear that. And we balance each other out, complimentary in certain ways. And he, we wanted to bring our children back. We wanted to go back to Hawaii. We wanted to bring our children. And we had been planning and dreaming about this Hawaii return vacation for years and years. We thought about it when the kids were younger and we were we just said, no, we need to wait until they can really appreciate it, can really enjoy it, and can remember it. And that also helped us to have the idea to bring my parents. So my parents had also um, expressed this like, wow, we would love to go to Hawaii. And so we invited them. And what was beautiful about the vacation, there's I made several TikToks. <laughs> so if you want to see pictures and, and videos, go check out my TikTok page. Um, it's just my name, Dr. Liz. And I didn't even capture, I didn't even finish them. So I think I made maybe four or five TikToks because we took so many pictures, so many videos. And it's it was a breathtaking experience. We did a lot. As you heard in 113, Chad, my husband, plans, plans, plans. So it was a vacation that was packed full of adventure. Yes, I did get some time to sit by the pool, lounge on the beach. I read a book and a half on vacation, mostly on the plane. <laughs> but um, so there was plenty. I It was a 
gorgeous, wonderful. We, we saw so many amazing things. There was a time, whew, tears coming, that we were on a boat trip on the Nepali coast. And my son said, whew, mom, it's like we're, it's like we're close to heaven. It's like we could reach out and touch heaven. And I'm like, yeah, that, that is exactly what this is like. It is. Mm. So it was amazing. Amazing. And I'm so grateful and grateful to God and to <laughs> all the forces that allowed us to be able to take that vacation with my parents and my children. Woo, stop crying, Liz. <laughs> the emotions are close to the surface today for this one. It was that, that amazing. Um, so there you go. <laughs> I'm going to move on so that, that I can let these tears dry up a bit. The dream, what did the dream mean? Um, so I really love talking about dreams and when I reflected on the dream, so I've even people were asking me like about, you know, what, what brother was, I, I have three brothers and I'm the oldest, and I have three brothers, Luke, Seth, Jacob. And I would say all three of them would have been in driving that car the same way in my dream. So in the dream, I'm like, there's chaos, there's calamity, there's planes flying around, there's trucks coming at us, there's danger and things coming at, from us at every angle. And I, um, on reflection... So any of my any one of those brothers drives a car like a machine and would would have done exactly what I asked, which was, don't look, just keep going. They are all very safe. I feel safe with them. <laughs> Their partners might disagree. Actually, they yes, they do. But Luke was the one driving. Oh, I do remember a time when he drove me so fast to the airport because I overslept. <laughs> Ooh, airport, airplane. See, isn't that fun when you keep talking about your dreams, the associations come up. The dream was about conflict. But then as we talk about it, there's lots of images, lots of connection and meaning that we can talk about when we just talk about our dreams. There was conflict and I was fighting that, emotionally fighting. I wasn't not going to go on vacation. I was emotionally fighting the the struggle of going on vacation and leaving my job, leaving my work for a long time. So it was a long trip, a longer trip than any other trip I've ever taken. So I did take time off um, of work technically. There were a couple of days that I was in the computer center. I know, that's just, that's just the way it is, um, that I was doing some things and the kids had to do some things for school while we were in Hawaii. So... Um, that was what the dream was about. There was conflict and on several different levels. So I want to wrap this up by just encouraging you to take some inventory of your life. Um, one of the, the title of this episode, Take Time Off, actually comes from a vision board that I created in January of 2020. Yes. So January of 2020, before any of us knew what was coming, just a few short months later, I was in a time of transition 
from in my business looking to expand, move into a bigger space, build a team, and went to a vision board party with my friend Sophie, who was leading the vision board party. And this is the beautiful thing about vision board creation is the way that I do it is I, I go through and just allow, I love to hold the magazines in my hand and just flip through and pull things that speak to my soul. Pictures, words, images, phrases, colors, numbers, which I will put a picture somewhere <laughs> of this vision board because it's, it is amazing to see what came that night, January of 2020, knowing I was go- trying to expand and that was the goal, that was the vision, but yet there were messages on this board to, to, to take time off and to stop and to pause. And I don't know, I didn't know why that, that was there, right? I didn't know, I didn't make sense of it. And then we literally were shut down in March of 2020 take time off was no longer an option. It was no longer, hey, let's take some time off. The universe literally shut us all down, put us all in time out, right? Right, that did happen. Devastating, sad, scary, terrifying, terrifying time of our lives. And as you've heard me before, if you have been here before, Thank you. Thanks. Thanks and welcome back. We also can learn from the connection that was provided, the time that we spent connecting with ourselves and our children and our families and our loved ones. Um, We also had disconnect, right? There was a lot of disconnect. But if you were fortunate to be in a, a pandemic bubble with other people in your household or found people and made your own bubble, then those moments of connection were so precious. And one of the lessons it taught us was to take time off. Uh, Clearly, clearly, we did not 100% hear that message loud enough. And again, I'm going to give ourselves grace, like all of us, to say things come in cycles. So That was a message delivered to us in 2020 and I'm bringing it back up so that hopefully the universe never has to shut us down like that again, but it means that we have to remember that message and that lesson and do it and make sure we're taking time off to attend to our health, our wellness, our loves, our family, our friends, our passions, our purpose, our mission. Balancing our life, balancing our work, balancing our love. Love is the thread that feeds it all. And that is it for today. Take time off. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming and listening and sticking around for the whole episode. I hope that you will take something beautiful and meaningful from this episode and share it. Share the episode with someone that you love. I will also ask you, this is a a little new request that I've heard from other podcast um, creators and hosts that I love doing myself. Take a screenshot 
of wherever you are listening and tag me, tag us in so, on social media. Share this on your story and tag me at Dr. Liz, um, at Visionistas by Design. I would love, love, love to see that this is meaningful to you. And when we share these messages, when we share them, spread the love with our people and with the world, we just raise the vibration and we help, we help, we help people. Help someone today and smile and take time off. I can't wait to connect with you next time. Take care. Thank you for connecting on this episode of the podcast, Empowered by Design. For further connection, subscribe to my email list at drliz.com to be sure that you are in the loop for exciting news, events, and resources. You can also follow me on social media at drliz and at Visionistas by Design. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and send this episode to one of your people in order to share the love, spread the power. This podcast is designed to inspire, educate, and empower you to pursue your dreams with intentional vision. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for psychological treatment or a working relationship with a licensed mental health professional. For more information on connecting with mental health resources in your area, visit drliz.com and click on resources. Thank you again for connecting. And remember, trust the heart, work your vision, dream, design, deliver.